East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I, of course, am Les, and this is my co-host. Um, depressed Mario because yeah, what's I wrong? Have... I know I can I've... tell. I've been upset all week because Candy is leaving Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> been a week of reflection, and mm-hmm. but you know what's interesting is so many people online were like, "Oh, okay, right." I know, I know. I really, but I love Candy. I love I, Candy, so I'm upset. Even though love- this season was. Not great. No, I love her too. And she totally was checked out last season. Um, mm-hmm. She was way too busy. She didn't go to a lot of events. She, um, I think it was, a, it's a good time to take a break. Um, it's always good to leave when the fans love you and they're not begging for you to get fired. You know what I mean? So Agreed. Um, but I didn't think, she, you know, because when you think of her, Atlanta, she was on her 14 seasons and so well i always think of her as an og even though she's not but i always think of her that way but you know what when it comes to like candy um tamra mm-hmm. who else who aren't technically ogs but they joined um, so early right. on the show like melissa gorga they joined season two and three like 15 years ago so i feel exactly like they, they should be like honorary ogs <laughs> Agreed. What about Sonia? Sonia joined like season four, right? Was it season four? She joined mid season three. three. Okay. What's okay? Inter- what's interesting about Sonja is that she joined with um. It was between her and remember Jennifer, that other mm-hmm. friend. Of- oh my god! And the friend of Jennifer was. Now we're just giving you his history, but um, <laughs> she was a flop, and so they Sonia they loved total and so, flop. Yeah. Yeah, but Candy has since spoken out. This was at the Grammys when she confirmed on the red carpet that she was indeed not coming back. She was one of the longest. I think she's the longest running housewife for Atlanta for 14 seasons. Mm -hmm. Initially, she said that they just took too long to come back, but they um, she has since revealed that they actually did ask her to come back. But during negotiations, things just didn't uh, work out indicating that she just said that she's going to just take a break um that she is still working with the bravo family on other projects and so and andy has since reacted and he's like well he did give a brief update he said Mm -hmm. that they asked if phaedra would now return because for those who don't know candy and phaedra were just never going to film together again yeah i think that was one of candy's big um hell no's so Absolutely. Andy did not want to confirm, but Phaedra did confirm yesterday um, that she is that there's been rumblings and conversations. What do you think? Do you think Phaedra should come back or how do you feel? Well, okay. So I I love me some Phaedra, even though she tried to accuse Candy of (laughs) drugging somebody. I'm sorry about that, but I do enjoy Phaedra. I enjoy her so much on traders and um, I actually enjoy her on Married to Medicine. It just doesn't make sense why she's on that show because there is no medicine unless you're counting her being like a like a funeral director, whatever she was. What's it called again? 
a, a mortuary. A... Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, what is it what called? <laughs> mortician. Mortician. A- mortician. That's what it is. So she's is a, a doctor of mortician. But here's the thing with with Phaedra on Married to Medicine, she hasn't been. I don't know. I mean, it's it's because it's not housewives. You know what I mean? And so right. for Married to Medicine, if you don't watch Married to Medicine, you're missing the best show on Bravo. I'll, so I'll, that's, good. The, that's the hill I'll die on. But the beauty of Married to Medicine is that they're actually all friends and they right. all know each other and they have right. history and they've been friends forever. And for a long time, right. For a really long time. And so I think because Phaedra lived in Atlanta, you know, they were acquainted and they knew each other, but they weren't friends. And so she doesn't have the chemistry that they all have. And so I feel right. like- It's like putting a square peg in a round hole, kind of. Think about I it. I feel like that was just stunt casting to uh-huh. bring attention to the show because yeah. it is an Tenth season, mm-hmm. and it is getting a lot of uh, traction. This this season, it has felt more prominent for me as far as the attention Mary to Medicine got. But it wasn't because of Phaedra. Like it wasn't. No, like, I've like, always loved it, and I've always tried to tell people to watch it. But I think it's better than Atlanta was last season, for sure. Um, but there is rumblings that Phaedra is coming back next season to Atlanta, and there's also gossip and. Rumors. I still can't master the rumors. The rumors, uh, the rumors, and the nastiness. There yes. is gossip that Portia is coming back, as well as Kenya. Mm-hmm. I'm unclear if Sheree, Marlo, Sonia, and Drew are coming back, but I don't. I wouldn't miss Marlo or Drew, or I'm sorry, Marlo, Drew, and Sonia. I would not miss. But um, it's interesting. Andy is being Andy and saying that the casting is the perfect casting and superb and all. Of course, things. I mean he's gonna hype it up much as he can. He has to promote it. What right. Andy has not talked about, and now we're gonna ch- switch gears here. Mm-hmm. Um, Vicky Gumbelson confirmed. I don't know if she was supposed to confirm or leaked it, mm-hmm. but she said on Brandy Glanville's podcast that the head of Bravo told her that the season four of Girls Trip in Morocco uh-huh. is not going to air which I mean we all knew we knew we knew it is kind of sad to hear what's also interesting is how much the women are sort of saying that Caroline Manzo is overreacting so I have been trying to be sensitive to Caroline Manzo's re- um circumstances because if someone says what happened to her happened, you don't want to be like, oh, you're lying. But right. um, Camille Grammer did uh, specify that she said they all thought that Caroline went too far with the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. She said she wasn't in the bathroom when the so-called alleged event happened. But what she right. did see that she saw two ladies getting along and laughing. Um, So it's just fascinating to me that nobody has really defended or supported caroline and and Uh so i don't know how to support caroline and obviously caroline can't talk about it because she is in in current litigation so right but when it comes to stuff like this i i want to tell the women stop defending brandy and like because it's not a good look Mm because you're going to trigger a lot of people that have been through assault and if you're saying that the victim in this case caroline is lying then that might be triggering to people that have been assaulted you know what i mean so right of course so i do at this point i don't even care about the show at this point i just want them to figure it out and stop talking about it um because i think as fans we deserve to see it i do think 
I agree with you. As a fan, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, because Camille can def- or Camille can say what she said, but she also used to defend Brett Kavanaugh. So I'm just saying, consider this, this a good point. point. Yeah, you make a good point. Yeah. I'm like, y'all better Quickly consider- we forget. Because Camille Grammer um, is not really somebody that I would consider. Mm-mm. Speaking of fans and how soon we forget, mm-hmm. last article came out on if fans are turning on one Ariana because of her behavior, I guess, uh, on the show or how she's been handling her breakup. Um, a lot of fans are saying that she's being difficult, that she's coming across spoiled and entitled, that she's so painful to watch. Mm-hmm. They're so over her. She's overrated. I need fans to remember mm-hmm. the season that we're watching now in February, 2024 actually was filmed in june of 2023 three months after right after but this is the problem now we're gonna put on my producer hat you know me and my producer hat Mm -hmm. i think that bravo waited too long to air this season yeah because i don't think i care i personally don't really care about scandal anymore and no i don't either and so I'm like, they should have expedited production. They should have expedi- like hire yeah. a faster editor, hire somebody mm-hmm. because now, and then the Bravo audience tends to tends to think that what we're watching now is happening. Is now. Yeah, in real time, it's like, come on, people! How, like, how many times do you have to watch these shows to know? Like, this is not right now. This is not real-time television we're not watching real-time television and so that's why i keep remembering or i remind people like okay you have to remember to put yourself in three months after the breakup Mm -hmm. but also the the challenge with the vanderpump rules cast is that they give us a lot of live updates and so in real time on social media Mm -hmm. and so a lot of the other cities or the housewives don't really do that that often. Some of them are guilty of posting stuff and they shouldn't, whatever, because spoilers. But I think the issue that we're facing is that we know now what, how everything is for all of them. Right. So almost feels like redundant to relive everything. I know. And- You're right. Because we know Ariana's still with her man at this in present day. Like we, we know that Ariana's right. pre- like we know we, that right. We know Lala went to see her in Chicago, so they're not like even they're not beauty fighting so, this season. They're not. They're not. So it's it's annoying that they. I don't know if there should be some sort of clause on there like don't spoil the season type of thing. Yeah. Because Salt Lake City did not spoil it, and look how good that. Oh, was. they were good. They all kept quiet. Good for them. So, um yeah it, i feel i mean i'm in i'm not like bored to death watching the show because it is interesting but no it's much better than it's been in previous seasons when they brought that other group of people in the max guy and because that was on like last week and i was like oh i can't even watch the reruns of this it's so dull the seat fillers no but that's why my <laughs> advice that's is perfect. i think that like if you're filming the show like don't post real I, I don't know or move up the air date like I think that they should have aired this uh, in the fall of last year mm-hmm. or something 
where the um the fire like people are still interested now here we are march it's going to be a year and so the cast at the time of filming didn't know if raquel was going to come or rachel was going to come back and so we know she didn't though like we know she didn't so what are we doing here what are we watching i don't know i know and so i actually conversed with an lvp fan you know, because okay. I'm able to be friends with people or friends with people that are fans of people that I might not be a stan of. But I told him, I was like, no shade. I don't know if we need Lisa Vanderpump scenes on this show anymore. Like, I, I, I don't think we do. Because she, they seem none of them killer. work for Sir. None of them work for Sir. Even in the opening entrance, they, they have James, Sheena, and Lala inside Sir. Like, they mm-hmm. work there. And I'm like, they, don't work there they're just visiting and so i listen i appreciate lisa vanderpump as a housewife i think she was funny i think she whatever whatever but at this point like when her her solo scenes come up i'm like oh well this is i know move it along and then so darren's been watching with me and he's like oh my god how old is ken now (laughs) he's like where'd they like wheel him out of oh my no for sure and so i think that like I don't know. Something has to be done to re I'm not a producer. I, I always say I put my producer hat on, but something like let's recalibrate it. Let if we're going to lean into this idea that they all have moved on from mm-hmm. Sir and stuff, then lean into it. I've said it before. Um, but right. The only one that has like any connection anymore are the Toms because of Tom Tom. I feel like none of the rest of them work there. No, that's why it's like interesting. I mean, yeah. maybe they don't have other storylines we don't know about, but the cast needs to stop um live tweeting updates basically yes <laughs> i i have heard positive reviews about ariana in chicago i know like three people that went to see it and they said it was great i think i'm gonna try and go and see it no i heard that she or no it was a headline that she had like the highest grossing chicago whatever yeah she beat out one erica jane because um roxy seems to be like the housewife role because i think roxy might be like <laughs> I, I've seen Chicago a million times. My son was in it. So I've seen it on every level. Um, but it might be an easier role, maybe. I don't know. I'm not no shade. No shade. No shade. We're certainly not performers. But no I think that, Lisa Rinna. <laughs> yeah, Lisa Rinna was Roxy, Erica Jane was Roxy, Candy was Roxy, and now Ariana's Roxy. Right. So I'm just like well, interest, interestingly enough, for like the haters out there who are saying she only got this because of Scandaval and whatever. And yeah, I'm sure some of this had something to do with it. But she was like a musical theater major. She said she wanted to be an actress and be on Broadway. That was like her thing when she was younger. So no, everybody needs to calm down. No, for sure. And if anybody has monetized what she went through brilliantly, it's her. Yeah, She's been course. everywhere. And so good for her. Get your coins, girl. Um because you know she should be thanking him actually (laughs) well her ex is out here playing concerts in like parks so i think in parking lots of office buildings or something i feel like (laughs) have you seen his new girlfriend somebody posted Mm -hmm. i thought twitter had like security settings to avoid like horrible stuff from showing yeah (laughs) because i somebody making out yeah yeah i saw that too that was yuck I was grossed out with myself because I do think he like when you look at him from afar, he's hot and stuff. Or like I think he's attractive. Even from up close, he's a he's a cute guy. He's got a good body, like he whatever. But now, like 
before he did no 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 i'm making yeah. a face i'm grossed <laughs> out with myself for still like reacting like a human and being like oh he's attractive like, yeah and i remember ever since james last season was like his old dirty cock that's all i've been thinking about i like, know i know it's gross dirty and i'm just like don't mm-hmm. do- i have shot in hell to ever like make out with tom sandoval let's just be clear but i texted my friend and i'm like i'm so weird and gross because i i see him on screen and i'm like oh why are these still pretty to me mm-hmm. i've always thought yeah. he was more attractive than shorts and so by the me way too. shorts was like the cuter one he was cute and ever since emily called him shorts like shorts i always just say shorts because she she mispronounced schwartz and she said shorts and i'm like you know what shorts it's easier <laughs> um with that said let's get into episode two it aired uh and it we have Sandoval. Leslie, let's get into it. All right, let's do it. So Sandoval has returned from New Zealand where he was filming that show, which I always forget the name of. Special Forces. Special mm-hmm. Forces. Uh, and he's back to sharing the house with Ariana. And he catches up with Anne, who is his assistant and who is also the only person that can tolerate speaking to him. Anne is on his payroll though. And that's why. So she knows that everything changed due to Scandival. So she wonders if Sandoval and Schwartz are okay. These days, things are not good between the Toms and Sandoval is hurt that Schwartz would betray him and talk shit about him on of all people, Jax's podcast. So it turns out that the next day is Sandoval's birthday. And he decides that the best thing would be to throw a party at this house. The one he shares with Ariana. After seeing Anne's terrified face, as she is the middleman to deliver this news to Ariana, Sandoval offers to get Ariana a fancy hotel room for the night on his dime. Hmm. Um, did you, sorry to bring it back to present day, yeah. but we're going to do that. Good. The current gossip is that Anne no longer works for Sandoval. I know, I saw that. And that Anne is now Ariana's assistant. Yes, Exactly. I don't need these people to get it together. By these people, I mean Ariana and Sandoval. Like, I'm going to need them to stop trying to hurt each other. But when you've been with somebody for that long, I guess you want to just, I don't know. I can't relate. I'm I'm a whore. And so <laughs> me and monogamy go together like oil. If you were water. with somebody for that long and they did that to you, yeah, you would want to murder them, I would think. You'd want to just baseball that. <laughs> that would be my weapon of choice. I mean, listen, I'll help you. But <laughs> the fact that now Anne is like, I saw that picture of Team Ariana, and I'm like, you know what? Good for Anne. I know. You know get your bag, girl. Anne. Because uh, the consensus was like, people felt bad for her because she has to like be the middle person. So she, and well, she was really- she's getting paid. I mean, whatever. I'm sure she's paid well. So that's her job. It's her job to do her job, but she was so cute and gentle with them or with uh, Ariana. Yes. Um, I would have gotten fired. I think I texted you. I'm like, they need a bitch like Mario to be in there. Like, listen, to set them straight. Anne was too nice. Get it together. This is so mortifying that you guys are having me talk to each other. Like y'all are like two kindergartners. I know. So Ariana hates this birthday plan, especially after remembering some of Sandoval's past parties that went on for way too long and ended in messes. And so she says no to Sandoval's potential plan to party. So I did see people online also like, well, she has no right to say no. They share the house together, which I kind of agree with also. But then let's remember this was just three months after this happened. and She was still probably raw and bitter over it okay so everybody calm I mean, down. I agree with 
I see both sides as far Me as too. I see both sides. She could have easily been like, have your party. I'm leaving. Right. But since she's like, fuck this, he ruined my life. So he's angry. Yeah. And why can't he just go to Sir or Tom Tom or one of those fake restaurants? Or somebody else's house. Yeah. yeah. Go somewhere else. I mean, but it is his house. So I do see his side. Anyway, LVP prepares for the end of an era. After 10 years, pump is closing. The rent is going up and Ken is looking to retire. How old is Ken now? I mean, I'm so, he's not retired yet. What exactly does Ken do? Ken is in his 70s. Hold a dog. It was it was funny. LVP. See, she's she's cute with her little um little quirks because she said we need Ken to retire because he's you know he can't be in his 80s if we stay open and then I'm gonna be in my 40s. I thought that was oh, funny that she said. That. <laughs> so LVP <laughs> reflects on how the restaurant will be missed, but it is time to move on. Have you been to Pump? I did. I went to Pump uh for brunch once um once or twice it was really cute i've been for drinks a couple times it's pretty the boys are pretty that work there oh the boys are gorgeous and i asked one for a selfie and um he let me pull on his tie during the selfie (laughs) everybody's so pretty you know west hollywood everybody's so pretty if you ever want to feel if you ever want to feel ugly go to west hollywood Listen, if you ever want to feel gorgeous, come hang out with me. I'm just saying. No. Like, if you ever want to feel gorgeous, go to Disney World. You'll never feel bad about yourself again. I'm sorry, but it's true. Whatever. I always feel like a beauty queen there. So whatever. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. That's in the nastiness. So James and Allie are out for a walk, both wearing matching aloe yoga clothing. Did you notice that? Of course I noticed. Of course you know. You know what? Shout out to Gus. She's wearing a cute aloe. tennis skirt, so I noticed that first. Shout out to my friend Gus, who is an aloe whore, because he notices aloe everywhere. He mm-hmm. loves pile and aloe. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, it's, you're going to, you know, you're, I don't want to spend that much money on stuff that my ass crack is going to sweat on. So <laughs> y'all do you though. Well, Gus, if you're listening, you should try Viore. Viore is really good too. It's my new favorite. V U O R I. And no, oh, this you know, is not an ad. Not sponsored, but you know damn well Gus is going to look it up right now and be like, ooh. It's good. It's good. It's just as good as Lulu. So just say okay. All right. So they're out for a walk and they ponder adopting a dog, even though James alleges he has a busy DJ career. While discussing dogs, he worries about Graham, the dog he shared with Rachel, and he hopes that the dog is okay. Uh, Tom's friend Jason, meanwhile, Tom's band manager, comes over, and while chatting, Sandoval states that he is still very much in love with Rachel Raquel and is hopeful that they can give their relationship a real chance after all the dust has settled. And yes, again, this is three months after. That was a big revelation for me to hear him say that. I know because I don't know I don't remember if at the reunion last season during all the chaos if he actually admitted on camera that he was in love love. yeah yeah I don't think so that's why I I made sure to note that because I'm like did he say that at the reunion because now that's a big admission and listen whether it's three months or even in present time it has to be difficult for Ariana to hear her ex-boyfriend be like that he was still in love love with with the woman I cheated you on right her friend who he was sleeping with for months it's it's bad. So then we have Angel Anne, and she has to let Sandoval know 
that if he throws a party, Ariana will call the police, which was a little extreme. I mean, what are the yeah, police going to do? It's his home. Exactly. And if it's not before a certain time, I'm sure he'd be fine. So instead of moving the party elsewhere, Sandoval compromises by having everyone out at midnight. Ariana and Lala, the newest friends, meet up for smoothies. And Ariana tells Lala how Sandoval had the audacity to try and throw his birthday party in their shared home. Lala plays the other side and she reminds Ariana that Sandoval is allowed to do that. As the Virgo she is, she's being logical. And if she asks, it would just be easier if Ariana were to move out, which I agree with. Exactly. I would have been out of there. Toodles. Ariana explains that she is refusing to let Sandoval assert his dominance. And Lala thinks Sandoval is getting off by making Ariana uncomfortable. But Ariana refuses to have Sandoval buy her out and keep the home he broke. Now for me, I wouldn't want to be in that home anymore. It had this, like bad juju. I would need to be out and in a new space that was just for me. Wouldn't you? That's why I'm trying to figure out like you need to protect your peace, girl. Like you need uh -huh. to protect your peace and unless we're talking 20 million dollars, like how much money are you talking here that you right. are just like refusing to take his deal, refusing yeah. to whatever? Is it really worth it? Is it worth it? Like, no, I don't know. to sit there and torture yourself like day by day and like, no, he's there. And then uh, it, it just, no. Uh uh. That's and by the way, not healthy. Sidebar, I'm going to need both of them to clean their room because their brooms Ugh, are disgusting. I know, it's disgusting. Their rooms look like furniture exploded. Maybe Scandal was a tornado that we didn't know existed. I don't know. But there was clothes everywhere, boxes everywhere. Um, shoes everywhere and both for them and to me it's like y'all know y'all know the production is coming right you're you... gonna be on tv i'm like to me that's like okay this would have been cute when the show first premiered 10 years ago and y'all were in your early 20s at least right. ariana was no, but lost i was shocked at ariana that was more shocking to me than scandal like why haven't we been obsessed <laughs> over that like right, why exactly. are we now i had to make sure that hoarders wasn't on my tv all of a sudden oh my God, because i'm like bad. I'm like, I, I like paused it. I almost took a picture of it, but I was like, no, let me relax because I, I wanted to like I take know. a picture of it and like find ways to help her clean it. Oh my God. But like, imagine you're feeling like that angry in your head and that's the space that you're spending the most time in, in your bedroom. And it's a complete disaster area. That's unhealthy. That like gives mm. me like such anxiety thinking about it if I were that upset and then I was in a mess as well no but you know I like went down a spiral and I was like what if that's the cleanest they were able to get it because production was coming over oh god that's I was like that's the best you could do I mean I'm throw like those boxes away why do you have boxes in your own home that you've lived in for like years just bring the shit into the room and put it away see listeners this is what happens when two Virgos are hosting a podcast <laughs> And as I say this, my closet looks like a bomb hit it right now. So I really have no room to talk. But that's in a closet behind a door and I don't have cameras in my home. And we have organized chaos. Like we know where everything's at. We know yeah. where everything goes. But I gasped when I saw both of their dirty rooms and I was just like, Garbage. oh my God. Yeah. Ugh. I was like, oh my God. I just started picturing like old dry bottle of lube and like old wrappers. <laughs> like get it together. Expired birth control. It was just, I'm telling you, I went everywhere. I'm sure there was like some expired Zima bottle that nobody has ever Zima. heard about. So. 
Meanwhile, Ariana does seem, or Ariana, sorry, I called her Ariana. Ariana does seem excited as she talks about a future with her new man, Dan, who makes her think about family planning for the first time and being an equal partner. Um, LVP and Ken roll up to applause at pump for the final goodbye, and LVP gets handed a microphone gives a heartfelt speech about all the moments over the past 10 years, and then a party ensues. Schwartz even gets himself behind the bar. Good times. Um, Side note here, did LVP have her boobs lifted or redone or something? They looked gigantic as she was like sitting in her confessional. And then I also noticed that production did her dirty because they filmed her from down. And when you're older, being filmed from down is not great. And then you could see her whole, and you know, sometimes you get a little- Not her whole. Well, tummy. No, exactly. No, I was going to say her whole stomach, but like you get a little tummy sometimes as you get older and it just was not a good look. And I'm surprised as a producer, she let that through. Because I would have been like, no, you're taking this out and reshooting this. Executive producer. Cropping it. It wasn't great. Yeah. Great. So Schwartz chats with LVP about his troubles with Sandoval and Sandoval has been slacking, but LVP thinks it's unfair to blame him for the restaurant's demise. Um, Side note here, is LVP inferring that their place just sucks? So it's not, it's not his fault at all. I anyway, caught that little shade because definitely Schwartz kept trying to blame the scandal and she's like, well, no, it, it sucked before. Yeah, so right, exactly. So it still sucks. Um, anyway, instead, she advises him to talk to Sandoval about his feelings. Um, later, we are treated to Sheena and Brock in a recording studio. Sheena talks about emo night to help rebound the friendships between Ariana, Lala, and Katie. And she's working on making a screamo version of Good as Gold to play at the next emo night. Brock believes that Sheena was made for the spot. And even though Sheena realizes she isn't that great at music, she's ready for her reunion tour. Sheena discusses her postpartum OCD and how she is going to start letting someone outside of their family watch Summer Moon, which is a huge step for her. I'm surprised Summer's not in any kind of like preschool or playgroup or something like that. She's like two. I'm surprised she didn't put her in anything yet. It's good for them. The screamo, when she screamed, um, good as gold, I... I don't listen. I'm not. I'm not judging anybody that likes different stuff. Like we go to BravoCon, so who are we to right, judge? Exactly. But we're nobody but, to talk. But when people are like talking about emo, not, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, what is? What are we like? I don't know. I think I'm too um, old for that. Me too. I'm too, way too. I'm not. We're not even <laughs> that much. Frankly, honey, we're not that much older than these people we're watching. So I'm like emo night like that yeah. does not sound to me emo is like depressing so why i've had why... enough emo nights in my life i don't need any more right now that, capacity with emo that i'm volunteering to go to yeah no thank you uh so the toms meet up and sandoval shares that he is sober because rachel was going away to a sober facility and he had hopes of staying sober together wow Uh, He talks about his trip to New Zealand and acknowledges the collateral damage he did to the bar. He explains how his bank account was overdrawn and Ariana hasn't paid any bills in eight months and he is struggling. Okay, that's that was another issue for me. Why isn't she paying the bills in her own house? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. If that's true, I don't understand why she wouldn't be doing that. So I'm curious to say. I'm curious, too, but ultimately it's like I don't believe. um 
Stand I can't along. just believe Tom. Like, I can't yeah. just take his word That's for true. it. Like, You're you know right about I mean? that. You're right about that. He's probably completely exaggerating. Yeah. She probably forgot to, like, give him half of dinner bill one time. And now right. he's like, oh, she hasn't paid oh, her she bills. Pay any bills. <laughs> what is his sign? I need to look that up. Um, Trash. <laughs> year of the rat. Um, Sandoval's feelings are hurt as Schwartz tries to explain his point of view. And he tells Sandoval, all of you, all you should be saying is, I'm sorry. And amen to that. Amen to that. Schwartz wants Sandoval to give a shit about something other than himself. And when Sandoval brings up his birthday party, Schwartz says he will do what's best for him now, leaving us to wonder if he will show up. Meanwhile, Sheena. Yeah. Sheena is prepping for the first outsider to babysit Summer, and it is her friend, Tori. She explains how she gets emotional over simple tasks and the what ifs of life get in the way. Brock claims Sheena surrounds herself with yes people, and then Sheena's mom gets defensive. She wants to get a place where she stops. She wants to get to a place where she stops worrying about something bad happening to the people she loves, and she wants to enjoy living in the moment again. That's hard. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's hard as a mother, but my um, my lens or my hyper focus, nosy Mm -hmm. ass noticed that the person she's hiring, Tori, yeah. And somebody confirmed it on Twitter okay. is the girl that's on the trailer making out with Katie and Schwartz. Really? Like she, yes. They noticed they're like, oh my God, Tori is who ends up be dating ah, Katie ah. and Shorts. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm like, uh, listen, I know I've heard West Hollywood is small, but it's not that small, is it? Like y'all can't figure out other know, people. It's very incestuous over there. <laughs> oh my God. But anyway, I noticed that and I forgot to write it down, but I was like, oh, my God, that's that's the person that makes out with both of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's coming. So James and Allie have Schwartz over to their house and he can't help but feel a little jealous getting the tour of the crib as he sits down to have Allie do a reading on him. And she as she has recently started doing her astrology business, Um, she calls Schwartz a people person. And during this reading, James gets a text from Sandoval inviting James and Allie to his birthday party, which is so weird and random to me. James accepts only after hearing Schwartz will be in attendance for a little bit. All James wishes is to hear Sandoval say, I'm sorry. And Allie decides that she will wait in the car as James pops into the party for a few. And so I was watching with my husband and he's like, why is she sitting in the car? I'm like, well, if she goes in, then Ariana's not going to speak to her anymore because Ariana has made it clear that anybody is friends with Sandoval's persona non grata. I'm like, tell your husband that we are girls, girls in this podcast. Because when yes. Allie said that, I was like, good for her. I ain't going to get yes. out of that. I know. I did explain it to him and he understood. So Ariana is not home as she is doing the emo night with the girls. This party includes Sandoval's band, crew members, and Billy Lee. It was the weirdest. I didn't even know who anybody was. Exactly. It was like hangers on. Um, even though he is sober, he's still in a celebratory mood. Schwartz brings a cake and James doesn't recognize anyone attending this party. He asked to speak to the birthday boy and tell Sandoval that he was an ex- that he was expecting an apology that never came. He asks if Sandoval is sorry for betraying him. And Sandoval, of course, shocker, he deflects. He brings mm-hmm. up the Kristen and James affair from 11 years ago, 10 at that time, and wonders how he should take accountability when James will not. 
Sandoval calls James narcissistic, and as James exits in anger, he pees on the bush out front of the house like a mad dog. It's nice to see that everyone is handling the stress well and very immature. The fact that Sandoval, in all seriousness, called somebody else narcissistic. And I just say you're sorry. He can't. No, he physically he cannot. Nope. Like he physically, and it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like we need this level of delusion and narcissism on the show yeah. to have conflict. But if we're talking real life, it, I just can't imagine dealing with somebody like that. But yeah. I was upset no. that we didn't like. Why didn't the cameraman run and show us the front side of James urinating? Because I I'm know. just curious how, <laughs> you know, we need, it had better lighting. <laughs> I know, I know. It would have been nice. That is so. To see. Ugh, but it was, I don't blame James for storming out, but. No. I don't but, either. But, but Allie. Yeah, be- so ridiculous. I'm sorry. He's going to bring that up from so long ago and, and deflect again and again. He knows what he did was wrong. And that was also his fiance. It was a little different. Kristen little different. and him were cheating on each other the whole time. Yeah. Well, that was pump rules. We'll see how the season plays out. Um, the ratings are doing really good. Um, I, yes. They did really good premiere numbers. Um, you know who else? I was actually, we're moving on, sorry. I was shocked to see that mm-hmm. Beverly Hills this season is averaging after delayed viewing and stuff, four million viewers per episode. I'm like, good for these girls. Like, I, I mean, that's great. It's been boring AF. I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, it's great, but this is why Beverly Hills has always been like the most viewed because the fans of Beverly Hills are so loyal to the city, regardless mm. of nothing happening. Yeah, um, that is true. You're right. I would watch it if they were doing nothing. Exactly. That's why I'm like kind of in that way. Beverly Hills. That's why when people ask me which city should I watch, and I always say, well, it depends what you want to watch. Beverly Hills is like the vintage soap opera feel. Like it's it's soap opera ish to Mm -hmm. me. Um, and so, but yeah, we're still in Spain. Let's get into Beverly Hills, and so go for it. Sutton tearfully explains how this uh, spreading ashes is to more symbolic. Merce's ashes are going to be spread and she said she's been angry in life over losing the important men in her life Merce her ex-husband and her father like that was a lot to reveal so Sutton was very vulnerable Um, she said she's letting go of over two decades of her life by spreading these ashes and so with the help of the girls they all head over to the place where she's going to be spreading these ashes they pile into a sprinter van uh, the conversation on board was pretty funny because Andy Cohen was name dropped and Garcelle mm-hmm. reveals that she <laughs> she asked Andy if he was a top or a bottom and Andy said that he was a quote powerful top <laughs> not to be confused with the blouse which is a feminine top now see it's <laughs> I did not know I've never heard of blouse so that was something that's... new I learned I know what a bear is. But to me, that's my point of like these conversations that are funny between heterosexual women, mostly heterosexual mm-hmm. women, allegedly, yeah. um, is watching them like discuss gay lingo. Because I mean, I had heard of obviously bears and powerful top and feminine, but blouse is fairly new in the lexicon, like recent to me. Like yeah. I want to say within the last five years, and I'm like, oh, a blouse. Okay, that makes sense. I've heard of a power top. That I've heard of. I have not I think, heard of blouse. I've heard Leslie, of Leslie, you are a power top. You give me power top energy, <laughs> dog. Reverse cowgirl. Like, 
<laughs> Sorry. TMI. Oh, God. Anyways, tearfully <laughs> explains before we talk, as we talk about reverse cowgirl, Sarfully tearfully explains to the girls that she's letting go of more than just Merce in the purse. Um, she's also letting go of her father and her marriage. She does admit that she felt lost and scared when her ex told her to get an attorney. So we are um, getting a very vulnerable side of Miss Sutton. Mm-hmm. She dumps Merce's ashes only to have the wind carry them all over the women. I'm talking mouths. Somebody should have been like, lick their finger and went to it, see which way the wind was blowing because that is so i'm sorry r.i.p uh, Merce, and i know that the i know we're talking about a dead person mm-hmm. i don't want nobody's ashes to ever land on me like i i would have sobbed i would have just thrown myself in the ocean like i that was so and they're gross. not like, just ashes they're they're you know, like chunks of bone and, then, and stuff. I heard Tamara t- and Teddy talking about this too, and it's true because I have my dog's Kyle, ashes. Yeah. Kyle said that she could taste him in her mouth. I wanted yeah. to barf. Oh my God. So gross. Always by the water, it's going to be windy too, people. You should know this. Oh, but when Kyle said I could taste him in my mouth, I wanted to be like, oh well, my God, I wanted to you've die. You've had in your mouth in a while, right? No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah. See, that's why I can't be on this show because I would just be talking shit. Up. Yeah, exactly. We should just have a show where we talk shit too. We could just have it for ourselves. <laughs> anyway. Say what Sutton, we really think. Sutton really found the ashes landing on the woman hilarious. She said that Merce, oh, Merce always did like leaping. I would have said Sutton, this is not <laughs> funny. Like, this is not hilarious. Like, At she would have been the first one to sob and everything. So. Freak out. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Sutton challenges the women to share about what they're letting go. Garcelle is the first to volunteer. She explains that she wants to let go of feeling alone, which likely stems from abandonment issues due to her dad leaving. That was a big admission for Garcelle. Garcelle is not one to get vulnerable on these shows. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crystal can hardly get through her portion as she talks about her brother moving away to start his own life, probably forever. Anne-Marie or Anna-Marie or whoever she yeah, is. What talks- is it? I, I, I Please pronounce it. I'm going to just call her that one. That one talks about her confident exterior and shares that she wants to be happy and at peace with herself. Okay. Um, Dorit, of course, no shade, talks about her PTSD and how she wants to leave it in Spain. Mm-hmm. Erica chooses this very vulnerable moment of bonding to say that um, she has turned a new leaf and she has chosen to toss away her old life. Mm-hmm. And she said that a lot of these women caused her hurt the past two years, two and a half years, but she's going to let it go. Garcelle cannot believe that Erica would say the ladies caused this pain when all they did was show her a mirror. I was like, oh, that's a good one. Wow. Yeah, that was rough. Um, Kyle wants to let go of all the guilt she carries around Lorene, who committed suicide and the issues she's experiencing with her sister. But in her confessional, Kyle admits that she's still not sure if her marriage is going to survive, but she's not ready to share that with the group. What she really wants to let go is the uncertainty of the future. Um, it was a cute scene to see them all hug it out. And sometimes it does take vulnerability to bring everyone together. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts of Kyle not telling the group mm-hmm. during filming, obviously, mm-hmm. that her marriage was as rocky as it was? Because, I mean, they were suspecting it. Obviously, I mean, we remember earlier this season that Sutton and Garcelle were questioning her. But then they all sort of just moved on because Kyle answered their two questions and then they moved on. But. Yeah, I don't know, because I don't know, like, 
who I would share. Well, I know if something like that happened, who I would share it with. But if I was on a TV show, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I would have shared that because she doesn't really. She shared some a little with Dorit, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know how I would feel about that. It's such a personal thing. And like it's such a personal thing. And, and, then, and this is the problem, not the problem. That's a big word. But the expectation that we want these women to be open and honest. And it's like they're public. They're Essentially, they're doing public speaking. And yeah. you're not going to voluntarily blast your marriage issues that hard. You know what I mean? No. I thought of Robin in season seven where she did not bring up the affair or, or mm -hmm. you know, allegedly Juan yeah. her after the show wrapped because like to Robin's point, it's like, well, why would I bring it up if none of y'all brought it up? Like, why am I going to blast myself? Right. Like, why? Of course. Yeah. So of it, course. I teeter totter like, yes, we, we expect some sort of reality, but why would you voluntarily unless right. like out so, yourself? Right. Exactly. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think they've all like Sutton questioned it and they've been questioning it a little and she's given us some information, but when she's ready to share, she will. And clearly she's going to, and she makes it very personal by showing them sitting down and talking to their children about it, which I would definitely have like reservations about doing on television. So for everybody that's saying she's not sharing, she's going to clearly, but what I need is the reason <laughs> I need all you know the reasons. I'm going to need Kyle to just start a newsletter where I can get real-time yes. updates because I'm so jealous or I'm so needy of this information. No. It has nothing to do with me. Let's see. But Kyle and Mauricio have been like the couple of Beverly Hills for this yeah. long now. And we see it in the trailer, so it's obviously coming, but we'll see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. Anyway, after this um, Merce shower, Crystal and Erica walk together post this ceremony Crystal does apologize to Erica saying, I'm sorry that I contributed to your pain. Erica is happy to hear Crystal having the balls to say sorry, but she wishes other would get on board. Um, on the way back to the house set and reminds the ladies that there's going to be a flamenco dinner and that they will all be performing on stage, which they have practiced. While getting her glam, Erica admits that she was a little crabby during the ceremony because she would rather have... Everyone just sit down to apologize to her, but she realizes she just what the hell does she want an apology for? She wants like a ceremony where they're they're talking to her to apologize. Come on now. What do you want an apology for? Listen, I reread the articles and the headlines. Mm -hmm. She and she said it herself. The settlement proved that uh, <laughs> they could not give the earrings because they couldn't prove that the money came from victims. Okay, that's not a celebration. We don't know where the money came from. That was like, a pretty decent Erica. That was good. If Oh, thank you. But <laughs> all she said was they couldn't prove the money did not come from the victims. But where did it come from? So why do we have to celebrate that we still don't know how you got these earrings? Like, right, how is exactly. that a celebration? Yeah. So she's sitting there like, I'm just crabby because nobody's apologized. And it's like, well, yeah. I apologize for what? For like, what? We thought, yeah. We thought money came from orphans and widows. Like, Adore you could have sold those earrings and given away. I'm like given the money to the orphans and widows. Like, in and that's what, that's what Garcelle said. And to me, it's like. This money, whether it's from orphans or widows or some other way, it's not clean money, Miss Ma'am. So no, the fact that you're no, sitting there and, and all your, like, you're sitting there so righteous, demanding an apology for what? Because you bought dirty money or you bought right. some earrings with some possible dirty I money. I ripped like, off so many people. That's why it's like, okay, well, it didn't come from that bank account, but maybe it came from some 
mother like how, it was how, all the same it was all it's all the same it doesn't matter and so that's why like i get frustrated that these girls say nothing instead of arguing they say nothing and so i'm yeah. just like oh my God. i know somebody I know. should just tell her how ridiculous she sounds but they won't they but won't anyway. they're too afraid of her sorry i had to get it off my chest i couldn't sleep that's okay um <laughs> <laughs> While Kyle gets ready, she FaceTimes her daughters and she says and admits that she cares more. Um, she checks in on her daughters more because everybody's more fragile due to the issues in her marriage. Right. Ladies all arrive in red to their wedding or to their wedding, to their <laughs> event. Um, Kyle, except she wears electric orange. I didn't even notice that it was orange until until she out. was next to all of them and they pointed it out. I thought it was red. It was just like a dark, dark bright orange but she had a red dress i think it was like just too like um skimpy yeah it was an interesting choice i mean it looked you know kyle loves a good blazer dress but i thought they all looked great um kyle admits on the bus ride they discuss getting remarried and the idea of prenups kyle admitting on camera that she just signs whatever her husband signed tells her to sign was a little bit of a slip up because now the irs is going to be like oh let's go let's oh, make let's sure look. that yeah. that's true how erica used to just sign everything and teresa from jersey used to just sign I whatever used to also and because of teresa i actually try and look at things now and i'm like all right we learn from these women ladies and gentlemen we learn not to sign whatever your husband mm-hmm. just tells mm-hmm. you to sign because right. um it's an interesting choice to say the least they find their tour guide Manolo. Uh, they meet Flamenco's venue earner. Kyle states that the best moment of this trip was when they did when she got showered with ashes. Erica believes that this trip has been a positive experience. Still, the other one, Anne Marie, questions whether Erica what Erica meant, what she is letting go of certain things despite what anyone might have to say. See, at least Anna Marie is trying to like stir this pot. Right. At least um, she's doing her job, I guess. You know, that. Erica explains that she felt mischaracterized and misunderstood. And when she found out that her appeal was reversed, she couldn't believe that no one admitted that they were wrong about her. Again, I we just see things differently. Um, Erica says that trust is earned, and so she has decided that takes things step by steps. Sutton then gracefully makes a toast to Erica's ego and but she does point out that some group members received very grand invitations to her Vegas and Sutton did not she's still proud of Erica and will support her um this was before Sutton said on Watch Raven's Live that her Erica's show tickets were a dollar so right <laughs> let me just remind everybody of the shade um Kyle said she's dying of embarrassment that she has to dance in front of professionals. It was interesting seeing Kyle that when she was drunk, she would just do the splits. Oh, yeah. There was no fear. But sober Kyle is nervous. Doris, Dorit tries to back out. Erica <laughs> is ready. Once on stage, Sutton realizes that her friends are becoming her family. And as long as they're having fun, she will take it. Boring. We need them okay. fighting. I'm like, oh, that was cute. Oh, <laughs> These this um social media detectives pointed out that one entire day of Spain was edited out, and they posted a group picture of them of like a different night wearing oh. complete. Wonder why? And I was like, because they probably was boring as hell. Boring. Yeah, there was nothing to see. I know that. See, that's why I overthink these things because the fans have been saying that this season has been a bit of a snog. Mm-hmm. 
And so somebody must have been like, let's go publish the ratings because we're going to start negotiating for next season. So we need to remind them we're still the most. Right. Yeah. People are still fascinated by them. That's true. Even when they're boring, they're still watching. I want to talk to somebody, a viewer that has found this to be a good season. Cause I'm like, I need your perspective. I need your lens. I need to know Mm -hmm. what to enjoy. And sure. We're getting a break from drama, which is, I don't know, but I need something like there's nothing. It's very much giving old school real world MTV when they would just sit around (laughs) recording and talking like do nothing. Yeah. Do nothing. Like, okay, this is a, this is a show about seven strangers picked to live in. Like that's what we're watching. And have their lives team. Find out what happens. I apply to be on the real world once. And start getting real. I know. I thought about auditioning for Miami back in the day and I never did. Thank God. I know. I would, (laughs) I I need them to bring it back so I can go apply and be on it. Like, let's Mm -hmm. just. Anyway, we're back in California. The fact that we only got like two and a half episodes of Spain is of like, a trip. Ooh. I know. I was like, wait, they're back already? What did I we know. miss? Nothing happened. Zero. Um, back in California, business as usual. Garcelle is unpacking. Crystal's momming it up. Dorit says she feels disconnected from Kyle lately. So she calls her and says she wants to check in. He randomly says, how are things with you and Moster? Moster. What the hell has she ever called him Moster? Never. It's like the two of them calling each other Love Bean. We never heard that either. Um, I, my producer lens thought, okay, this scene was filmed later. This film was, oh yeah. This scene was filmed after the announcement was, or the separation was confirmed. Uh They Uh are doing, this is clearly a pickup scene. Uh This is really being in place so they could narrate season because we know that the separation is coming so when is the finale coming soon right i think we have like two or three more episodes because andy said he was sobbing watching the the finale episode so i'm assuming that's the one where they tell their kids i'm not going to be sobbing but if i sob i will never admit it because some of these episodes have made me cry yeah i know I've cried what not not this season, but some of this like the housewives in general, like Miami made me cry when they were in church. And so um so it's okay to cry, but just it don't... is, it's fine. It's fine to cry, but it's cry worthy. We'll see. But to me, sobbing when I hear somebody say they were sobbing, like could you imagine Andy on a plane like oh, 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 oh. I know, no, no, I cannot. <laughs> you might get uh, season seven Lisa Rita tear down the cheek. That's all you get. Like you ain't gonna get shit else. Um Kyle explained that there's a lack of communication between her and Moster and coupled with traveling and work schedules, it's just been a major rift. There's also this one alleged lesbian relationship that we're not going to touch on, apparently. (laughs) Um, The elephant in the room. Yeah, Dorit understands what a toll traveling takes. Kyle wants Moster to know that time will not heal this. This marriage needs help. Mm. Kyle wishes the Moster would give the same energy he does to the agency towards their relationship. Kyle admits he's not sure that she's a priority and that their marriage is not a priority to the moster. He needs to put effort to survive this. Dun, dun, dun. Which we know that they're currently separated. So we know she's in therapy, but they should probably be in therapy together. I heard heard a rumor online that this also plays out on season two of uh, the moster show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. When's that coming? I I like that show. That was a good show, but if it's really going to play out over there, too, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, now I'm going to have to watch it. Oh, yeah. I was going to watch it anyway, but yes, for sure. 
Well, that was Beverly Hills. It was um interesting. Um, should we take a break or do you want to just jump into mm, Miami? Let's just jump into it. I'm good. You good? Hola. All right, let's yeah. do it. So we are back in Mexico City on Real Housewives of Miami, and we're still riding the gondola. And Julia is clearly having a tough time being on the island of the dead dolls. Now, she can't get the image of her baby, obviously, out of her head. And I'm not, I wasn't laughing at Julia, but I was laughing when the other ladies are walking through the island and they're just showing these dead babies like everywhere it I, like maybe it was nervous laughter I don't know what it was but babies in jars what what kind of place is this I, I, I have never no. listen I'm Mexican and so I don't think I've ever seen anything like this as a Mexicano um I can't I think if I asked my mother for historical context she'd mm. also be like that is not something we play with and so yeah. I mean, my mom didn't like me playing with dolls as a kid. So maybe if she heard that I was playing with dolls in jars now, she'd be like, what the hell are you doing? She'd be like, what did I tell you about those dolls? Dang. But I do think it's gross that production took Julia to something like this. Yeah, that was awful. It's like, why would you take her? Oh, it just goes to show how sometimes producers have to make decisions like this because Alexia is not smart enough to be that shady. So definitely I, not. So the fact that they would take this woman who lost a child to somewhere where there's, I'm mm-hmm. glad she stayed on the gondola. Me Let's too. Thank that. God she didn't get out. That's all I was thinking because it was frightening. Yes. And Alexia, mm-hmm. I think has enough empathy having a child who was in a bad accident. I don't think she would do that to her, even for, for sure. the purpose of the show. Yeah. So Marisol has decided at this point that her bladder shockingly enough, cannot hold any more alcohol and must take her chances on this island to find a bathroom. She thinks that Alexia has brought them to a Mattel graveyard. And then Larsa goes onto the island and walks around all the hanging dolls. Adriana has taken it upon herself to find out who owns this place and starts poking around. She meets a man who explains that this place is used for witchcraft. Like, why are you going there? And I, it can't be good witchcraft. It's no, and by the way, like dark arts. By the way, the man was like acting like that was breaking news. Like, oh, I know, really? like, um, oh, oh, shocking! You have dead shocking. babies. Over here. Tear out the front page, like all of a sudden, when you need us to confirm that this is witchcraft. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I think we knew that. He lets her know that some of the dolls change eye colors and start drooling when this happens. That's charming. Um, and Lisa comes to the island and sees all the hanging Barbie dolls, missing body parts, and she is uncomfortable with the energy. She's probably thinking of herself with missing limbs and <laughs> Lisa, she is made of wax, Lisa, I'm sorry Lisa, to say. Lisa probably saw her old face in one of those jars yeah. and was like, oh my God, what's going to happen to me if Lenny gets his hands on me? Um, so Adriana claims to smell evil in the air, which she compares to cat piss. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. Alexia is trying to get everyone back onto the boat since Julia is sobbing at the sight of this display. Larsa returns to the boat and is so ignorant of why Julia is sad at this sight. It was like reminiscent of, wait, how do you know you have cancer? Like, there's no common sense there. Like, I don't understand how she doesn't connect the two. Get it together. Gertie has become nauseous and needs a garbage can to puke in. And Kiki thinks this trip cannot get any worse or chaotic. 
Dr. Nicole looks concerned hearing Gertie is ill and everyone is told to be quiet so Julia and Gertie can have some peace. The ladies then have a floating mariachi band come by. The worst. At the worst. The worst possible time as Gertie is vomiting in the garbage can. I mean, and as Gertie is doing that, Lisa, of course, she got her phone looking for the best angle of a selfie. What is she going to do? Like have Gertie puking in the bucket in the background? I felt so bad for this mariachi because they were hired, obviously. And so I just felt so embarrassed for them because I know. the fact that they just thought, oh, we're here's our cue. What yeah. producer was like, let's go get him now while Gertie's vomiting. I know. I know. I mean, how is that a good idea? But of course, Adriana thought it was a great time to get everyone to dance. I mean, I cannot... So production must help Gertie off the boat and they all want to be on dry land at this point. And we are now 10 minutes later and the ambulance arrives and Gertie has to get an IV. Dr. Nicole rides at the ambulance, which I liked after seeing Anne Marie be told that she couldn't ride with Crystal in Beverly Hills. Um, Producers were like, yeah. Producers were like, uh, listen, Dr. Nicole is an actual doctor. Right, we don't exactly. need Anne Marie to seat fill in here. So right. let's just get an actual no, doctor. No, no, you. Um, so Dr. Nicole puts Russell on the phone with Gertie and she lights up when she sees him on FaceTime. Dr. Nicole says she will bring a medical kit in the future since you never know what can happen with these ladies. What a good idea. I need a doctor in my friend group that can bring a medical kit just in case. I don't have we'll a doctor. Bring- Leslie, we'll have to invite fam everywhere we go then because she's okay, a doctor. She's she my doctor friend. And so she us. can bring our medical kit. And okay. she is the resident doctor whenever we travel. So yeah, that's next BravoCon. I'm trying to make her to come yeah. with us. So we'll see. Yes, yes. So Dr. Nicole checks on Gertie in the morning and she has been rejuvenated and is ready to party. The ladies discuss what happened between Lisa and Kiki and there is tension in the group. Adriana is getting her glam done and she cannot believe she's performing at the biggest pride event in Latin America. Julia calls Martina and tells her that she is converting all the ladies into lesbians. And Martina says Julia has earned a toaster in the mail. I guess that's an inside lesbian joke. I was going to say, I don't get the lesbian joke there, but I wrote it down because I'm like, there has to be some sort of lesbian. Yeah, She said that like Martina said something like, oh, it's like a joke where if you can convert, you know, for every woman you convert to a lesbian you get a free toaster in the mail which I, all right well i mean i'm due for like six toasters and based on my experience with men so i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna have a fucking kmart shelf oh in my, my kitchen <laughs> so adriana is finally getting her chance to perform her music for an international crowd of two hundred thousand people julia is showing support by carrying signs for not a d r i a n a but A-D-R-E-A-N-A and prancing around. And this is her best friend and she can't spell her name. And or in her cell phone list or the sign. I gave grace to Julia because English is like her fifth language. So I'm like, you know. That is true. Remember, because Luann couldn't spell Bethany and she put Bethany and then then she misspelled pedophile. So that checks out. Luann not being able to spell shit, that checks out. Not a good speller, exactly. It wasn't like she was being, you know, thoughtless. Julia, I thought, is just so well-intentioned until we see what she does later. But you know what? It's good. Go ahead. Exactly. (laughs) So Adriana is fearful that she will look like a flying turkey if these guys cannot hold her up in the air. 
And she does not want to mess up the that opportunity that Emilio Estefan has given her. The ladies get to hang out in the VIP section and they hope that Adriana can pull this off. She performs fire for the crowd, but she's totally lip syncing and she's not even in sync with any of the stuff. And somebody's like, she they're definitely proud of her, though, for putting herself out there. And we give her an A for effort. The ladies meet up for drinks and Kiki is getting pissed that Lisa keeps bringing up the juice box fight. Lisa definitely was poking. It's like, all right, enough. Like, why do we have to go there again? It wasn't that exciting in the first place. Larsa yeah, is actually on Kiki's side and thinks that Lisa instigated this. Kiki asserts that Lisa is fucking selfish. And Kiki tells Larsa she did not lay on her back and get fucked by a plastic surgeon to score millions. I There's some truth. Oh, my God. And the fact that Larsa, you could tell Larsa's ass clenched because it's like, even Larsa was like, oh, you have a point. <laughs> yeah. Larsa, who wasn't she getting like fucked by Scottie Pippen five times a day or something? She was saying four. A four. four she, times she, a night. she upgraded to five with Marcus. Marcus is definitely an upgrade. Um, oh, So she decides to tell Lisa what Kiki is saying. Julia gets called out for being a snitch after that. And Marisol is not in attendance and she's laid up due to vomiting. I wonder what she got sick from. Mm. Not drinking water for six months. Yeah, exactly. And just drinking vodka and probably not eating. All right. Allegedly. I shouldn't say those things. Allegedly. I don't want uh, the ghost of Mama Elsa after me. Um, So the ladies head to a pride party or a pride after party to celebrate Adriana's performance. And Lisa is wallowing in self-pity as usual when she realizes the other ladies can no longer summon any more empathy for her. She cannot understand that no one feels bad for her when she ends up in a $32,000 a month condo in Miami Beach. (laughs) That's just, I can't even think about that. It's so awful. Larsa is even seen telling Lisa that she behaves like an ass. And Lisa claims she does not want to be around people who will not allow her to feel and let her emotions out. Okay. Girl. We all felt bad for you. We get it. But you need a good therapist at this point. Your friends don't want to hear this shit anymore. This is the thing, though. Like, two things. People, I mean, Lisa needs to be reminded that multiple things can be true at the same time. Like, you are allowed to feel what you're going to feel. Of course. But But when you're offending kiki i mean we're gonna get into it but that's why it's like lisa has gone from everybody being on her side last season mm-hmm. because lenny is still an ass like i'm not yeah. excusing him at all yeah he's a dick but now i feel like these true lisa colors are coming back out to play because mm-hmm. she is so ignorant and tone deaf and yep. ridiculous and it's like now we're not feeling bad for you like i'm not yeah. Oh, keep going. And she's got a hot boyfriend now. And she's all she does is talk to him about the problems too. whoever told her that I forget who it was, Alexia or somebody. They're actually right. She should stop talking about it to him. Scare him away. So Lisa feels the group is tired of hearing about Lenny and her rich girl problems. And Kiki then jumps in to tell the other ladies about her backstory, which no one has ever asked her about. She shares that he, she has been on her own since she was 15 with only a backpack. She is truly a single mother with two children. Now, I didn't even know she had children. How did I miss that? 
I don't think we ever had hurt. Did we ever okay. hear that at any point? I don't think we have because I feel that was something I would have remembered because I'm like, whose kid is she talking to on the phone? This entire time she's been on the show, I thought she was just single and fabulous. Right, and- me too. Me too. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. She asked Lisa if she even knows her son's name and Lisa just stares at Kiki like one of the hanging dead dolls. Um, <laughs> she then shares that she used to live in huts that Lisa saw on the boat ride and says that she was insulted that even though they were not up to her standards of living, it was somebody's home. And Lisa then channels her inner Larsa and tells Kiki, I can't fix your childhood trauma. And Kiki retorts oh with, this is why I said you were selfish and you know what's happening to you is karma, and that is a bitch. Yikes, that went downhill fast. That was we are team Kiki oh, on this one. I mean, I agree with Kiki trying to humble Lisa. Lisa has not one humility bone on there. I really hope she redeems herself at the reunion. I don't think she will because I've been seeing her on Instagram comments uh, mm-hmm. doubling down. Yeah. Um, and then there's all these, some of these people that defend Lisa, like they just make me cringe. Like it's just. No, her behavior is indefensible right now. And you should not be insulting people's homes. And who the hell is she? She didn't grow up in some rich, like she was like new money. I need Kiki to get promoted to full time mm-hmm. season. So she can, Kiki then can like go research Lisa's Vegas life. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a good, that would be a fun thing to research. Just saying, just saying. Oh, before we stop, did you see the Miami reunion looks? Oh, they look so good. Yes, I did. Yes. They look so good. I love that they did a Mexican city themed. Yeah, Um, that was cool. I love the colors. There was clearly cohesion. One thing about this group is that they tend to, they do prioritize the show over feelings sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, yes, there was a group chat. This is what I'm wearing. This is what you're wearing. Exactly. Yeah. Because they all looked so good. They all looked, and even I felt this way when they all supported Adriana because Adriana has been talking shit about a lot of them and they still went to her performance and they still saw her. They still celebrated. They did. So I'm like, I need these other cities to stop not filming together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know they're ruining the shows by doing that. Y'all are, are taking things too personal because Adriana has gone Good low job. too. And Adriana even brought Anna the flop and they, Alexia and, and they still, still went. Exactly. They still went and supported her. So it's like, get it together, y'all. I know. But yes. anyway, another fun yeah, I love talking to you, Leslie. I love talking to you too, Mario. We um, yeah, week. we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, as usual. Bye. Bye.